0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Angre apna lagan or News Laundry apna hafta kabhi Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri on the panel with me today. Anand Vardhan. Hi Anand. How are we doing? Also, you have also started the panel. I mean, it's been a Hello, Manisha. Hi. And joining us on the phone, former News Laundry crack reporter, journalist, correspondent, Arunab Saikya, who is now stationed in Gohati. And he's doing some crack reports from there.
0: Hi, good to be back.
1: Good to be back. He was a regular on the Hafta. Yeah, those of you, old listeners of the Hafta would remember him as disagreeing with everyone. He was a major Ranga beta. I remember he used to keep provoking Ranganath, Anand Ranga. You remember? <laughs> and I had to... He's
0: not... <laughs> anyway, yeah, perhaps. I had yeah. to
1: play Peacemaker. But uh, Arunab is now a staff writer at Scroll and he reports from the Northeast. Is it politically correct to say Northeast or is it patronizing? What, what, what is the feeling there? Arunab? It's
0: fine. It's fine. It's fine. The politically correct. Okay. It's fine. The northeast
1: is fine. So he's joining us on the phone from Assam. Uh, he, before News Laundry and Scroll, he was at Sports Kida. So he's also one of those who believes cricket is a sport and not a game. Uh, it should be called Game Kida. And uh, yeah.
2: And with mint also.
1: And with mint also. He was with the Mint. So he's got quite an impressive resume. And also joining us later will be Vivek Call, columnist for news laundry and prominent journalist, to discuss the reservation bill and what else is on our menu. So I'll quickly go over all the stuff we will discuss, but before I do that I have a quick announcement to make. So the coming Monday, that's January 14th, is the last day to avail the News Laundry subscription discount, which is a 30% discount we're giving on subscriptions for six months and longer. And the coupon code that you have to put in when you are subscribing to avail the discount is DEC18. Uh, We're facing a few issues with the app, so it would be great if you can subscribe and also listen to our content or consumer content through the browser, whether it's on your laptop or on your mobile. Uh, Go through the browser, not through the app, because the app on several cases and on several instruments, gives glitches and it doesn't update. I know I've been promising to redo the app for a long time, but like I said, it takes a lot of resources. We'd like to use resources that we have right now, which are limited for the upcoming election. So may I please encourage you to subscribe and give us more money so we can send all our journalists out across India rather than sit here and payload Hafta gyan because Ground Reports will do you and journalism a bigger service than us payloading Gyan here, which is cheaper to do but not quite as valuable as ground reports. So do subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. So subscribe, use the browser and not the app and also to consume our content, try to use the browser, not the app. Hopefully by election, we'll have that sorted. Now, I'll quickly go over what all we will be discussing. The reinstatement of the CBI chief. Is that a victory, a loss? What is he allowed to do? What is he not allowed to do? Koravas were test tube babies and gravitational waves will be called Narendra Modi waves. This is a gentleman from the Science Congress and he has caused much controversy and mirth. Then the citizenship bill, this, a strike begins across northeast and very quickly NDA seems, NDA seems to be losing allies. Arunab will shed some more light on that. Author Nainthara segal's invitation to the Marathi Literary Meet was withdrawn after threats from right-wing groups. The National Green Tribunal imposed a 100 crore fine on the Meghalaya government for illegal coal mining. The Any hope of finding the miners alive is all but gone. I don't know, if they found three bodies, am I right? No, they haven't found
0: any bodies. They so found, found three was, that was, helmets uh, or so clothes. Was fake news.
1: Oh, that was fake news. Okay, so no bodies yeah. have been found. Okay, and, no bodies. And our uh, leader. HHS, I mean, they found
0: another uh, mine, they found two bodies, but it was a different mine altogether, not
1: the same mine. Oh, that means there were
0: other people also in mines
1: when this happened.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I My mean, mining is uh, rampant. I mean, the band just not uh, hate the Okay. And then our leader Fulka has left the party and says it was wrong to turn the movement into a political party. So, um, we will discuss a little bit of that. The Ramnath Goyanka Awards were announced last week as were the Ramnath Royanka Awards by our own Manisha Pandey. <laughs> then Prasar Bharti shuts down All India Radio National's Channel to cut costs. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We'll see what the... And one interesting
2: development is that uh, private channels will be able to relay news from AIR.
1: Yeah, we carried a piece on that, but yeah. it, there's a but they cannot alter it in any form. No, they, they can't just alter have
2: to it. copy they just paste take the same the
1: bulletin, bulletin and play it. So basically, yeah. they are saying, "You all are propaganda." Exactly. And finally, the bench has been announced for the Ram Temple case, and today, in fact, the, the, yeah. the hearing starts. Right? Today is the 10th. It's been, yeah, he recused himself, you love it. So it's been shifted to the 29th. So, yes, it's the can is just being kicked down the road. So, first, let's start with our guest. Well, tell us on the citizenship bill, who all are the allies that they have lost? Conrad Sangma has said that he's no longer with NDA, as have several others, right? The citizenship.
0: No, 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 no. That's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of bluster, you know. Uh, uh, to me, uh, I, I mean, uh, factually, uh, it's just the AGP, the Sam the, Banapurushit, the BGP, the line, and Sam which formally quit the alliance. Mm. Uh, NPP hasn't quit the alliance. Uh, I mean, uh, in fact, uh, the Meghalaya government did uh, pass a resolution a couple of months back to say that they will oppose the citizenship bill. Mm. So, um, uh, I mean, Conrad uh, uh, refused to answer any questions yesterday from reporters. Mm. So, it's unlikely that he'll, uh, you know, uh, I mean, he'll quit the alliance altogether. Uh, so, it remains to be seen actually, you know, I mean, uh, they haven't lost in Li as such yet, except for the AGP.
1: Okay, so how big is it a deal for all... Like, while this is called the citizenship bill, which is applicable for all of India, it seems to be creating uh, problems only in your part of the country. Two things. How did you prove that you are SMEs? Because I was uh, hoping they'd, they, uh, was hoping yeah, they'd yeah, send yeah. you away to Bangladesh. I but mean, uh, We are stuck had, with uh, you, it seems. I don't I'm know. sorry? Yeah. Are, uh, so,
0: are, I, I had... Uh, uh, my grandfather was in 1951 NRC. So, it's fairly easy for us. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as far as to why this is such a big deal here and not anywhere else, because I suppose the Northeast has always been, you know, a place where identity politics has played out very strongly. And, uh, you know, the Assam agitation in particular, in 97, 985, was an anti-foreigner uh, you know, foreigner movement. And ever since then, uh, Assam's politics has revolved around the idea of you know, illegal migration and the foreigners. Right. So it's bound to be a big issue anywhere else in the country, partly because of its proximity to Bangladesh, of course. So,
1: how is it proceeding right now? All the processes that were put in place to certain citizens, you know, four million names I was told were left out. The Prime Minister recently made a speech saying that no Indian will be left out. He has given us that assurance. What, I mean, all this is rhetoric. What really is being done on the ground to make sure? Is it even possible? Is it technically possible? to ensure that no Indian is left out?
0: Oh, I mean, at the heart of it, the NRC is a massive bureaucratic process. And we all know how bureaucratic processes play out uh, in uh, our country. You know, uh, so 40 lakh people have been left out of the final draft of the NRC. And after that, uh, uh, there was uh, another process which ended on the 31st of December, which is, called, which is called the claims and objection process. Essentially, if you've been left out of the NRC, you can just take a fresh claim. Mm-hmm. You know, submit some fresh documents and say that, you know, uh, see what's, you know, there's a mistake, you know, you know, look again. And there's also, uh, there's also a provision for objections, you know, like uh, if I think that, uh, say uh, you know, you, you've been wrongly included in the draft NRC, I can object to your inclusion. So uh, that process is over now. I mean, the the, the filing of claims objection is over now. Uh, now we're waiting uh, now basically it's for the court to decide what happens after this. Uh, the timeline of this is not very uh, clear at the moment. They'll be the hearing in the court and the court will weigh in on, you know, what exactly uh, happens going forward. Uh, but the citizenship bill, we must, uh, I mean, although they're closely connected, it's, it's an entirely different, uh, you know, entity. So, what the citizenship bill seeks to do is, you know, give uh, citizenship to people, uh, non-Muslims who've been left out of the NRC, right? So, it essentially makes the NRC uh, rather defunct, and uh, because uh, any Hindu Bengali who is left out of the NRC uh, will be uh, it will be considered an Indian citizen irrespective. Uh, I mean, true citizenship bill irrespective of his or her status in the NRC. Mm. That is what the bone of contention is all about.
2: So the you. NRC effectively is then about getting Bangladeshi Muslims out of India because if the citizenship bill allows Hindus to become natural citizens of India then what's left is just Bangladeshi Muslims right
0: Yeah pretty much pretty much As the government sees it you know that was not how it was envisioned initially but uh, now effectively the citizenship bill is passed in the Rajya Sabha That's what
1: it will amount to. But before we go on and discuss other stuff, uh, I have a request for our listeners. Those of you who are listening to the Chota Hafta um, and who are conservative with their pockets, you know, there was this gentleman called Abhinandan 2018 who used to refer to you disrespectfully as Mufat Khurs. He's dead. Uh, So those (laughs) of you who, uh, uh, you know, are conservative with their spending, may I request you to consider... Subscribing to News Laundry, because for the election, we want as much uh, resources to put aside to go out and report from the ground. Do subscribe. Trust me, you'll find it worth your while. There is enough data to suggest that when independent reporting dies, it affects your pocket. I have tweeted a report around this, that when scrutiny of the government goes from the media, then the amount they can actually splurge for unproductive activities goes up. There is a case study that has been done. You can see my Twitter feed uh, and the link to that article will be below. So you actually paying to keep news independent does impact your pocket. It makes your ca- your tax money well spent. With that little appeal, thank you all. Those of you who do subscribe, thank you those who are considering subscribing. And I hope I can convince you to subscribe full on. Okay, Anand, let me start with you. This is slightly more trivial issue, but... I find it very interesting because I think it has big implications long term. The Editor's Guild statement about pliable. What do you think of that statement? Was it necessary? What what does it achieve? What does the Editor's Guild do? Was it something you would have said should
3: have been done? If they would not have done, then people would also have said that they should have done something. So, a response uh, was needed uh, but I actually forgot the actual wording of their response. The
1: wording of the response was that they said that, I mean, of course, there were four or five paragraphs. In fact, the link is below. But they said something along the lines that Mr. Rahul Gandhi's, you know, reference to a journalist as pliable is questioning her integrity. We condemn it. And then they said that words like prostitute and dalal that AAP and BJP have used in the past, all this is very condemnable. So they put pliable, dalal, prostitute in the same category. Then in the end, they also said that... But they also
2: said you should have a thick skin. the criticism said, is okay.
3: They <laughs> said... I mean, it was just oh, this yeah. one... So. Editor's Guild is a professional presser body. So presser group, mm. professional body. So uh, you see, if doctors are attacked if say university teachers are attacked uh, what in ways that they consider unfair or uh, if other professionals uh, uh, say chartered accountants are attacked, are attacked attacked then they would respond in a way so uh, that uh, all this is not fair in this uh people can argue about the what uh, equivalences of different kinds of abuse mm. now a prostitute and uh, pliable are not the same mm. so Uh, there can be complaints about uh, the false equivalences Hmm. Uh, but uh, they were not going into the hierarchy of the intensity
1: they are incumbent because of the nature of the organization that they have to react uh, they have
3: to uh, that is why because it's a professional body uh, ultimately uh, its mandate at the end of the day is to uh, see also see among other things also see that uh, Uh, reputation or the social uh, what you can say uh, the the, the social standing of the professionals uh, remain untainted so that Manisha
2: Editors Guild is just for me it's just a bunch of um, you know fuddy daddies who don't know what the hell they're up to you've seen this again and again they when you they have to issue a statement they don't like when cobra post happened they didn't do anything when the manipur journalist was jailed they didn't put out anything when the kerala anchor person was attacked they didn't put out anything then suddenly arun Jaitli says that will editors guild issue a statement now and then they issued it quickly and it was a it was a very ridiculous statement and you've written a, uh, a piece on why it is so but i think as a body it should be dissolved i think there should be younger people in that guild or there should be some sort of better representation because the current guys who are heading it or who represent it have no clue and
4: mm. they're
2: constantly fumbling around they don't know what to say and all their statements are really ridiculous and this statement it was uh, we have noted with concern the words of you know uh, the use of the word pliable what is so concern worthy about it the interview itself the last uh, thing that narendra modi says is that uh, with smita prakash he says that mujhe bura ki latians I mean, you know, this Latin journalist is also Hmm. sort of a derogatory word that Hmm. uh, BJP uses. Hmm. So the other person said "pliable." What is in it?
1: So Vivek, uh, tell us about this reservation bill. What are your reservations? Hmm. (laughs) The most obvious pun. What are my reservations? Okay. Yes. Uh,
4: You know, first, uh, you know, as 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 I wrote uh, in one of my columns. no, a reservation is basically useful if uh, you know, the government is creating jobs and the government in India, and this includes uh, you know, central government, state governments, quasi-government institutions, they have not been creating jobs for a while now. And I've been writing this, it's not that I've started, you know, this is a point that I've come up with just now that, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Modi has decided uh, a 10% reservation for the economically weaker sections of the society. I've been saying this for the past three, four years. Uh, So, you know, a reservation is useful only when there are jobs. So, given that no jobs are being created by the government, you know, on on, on the whole, so any reservation is basically useless. Hmm. That's the first point. Uh, The second point is, uh, uh, it's slightly, uh, you know, complicated, in the sense that, uh, you know, uh, the example that I would like to use here is that of uh, the poverty line, you know, a few years back, if you remember, there was a lot of hangama around, uh, you know, uh, the time when people came to know that the urban poverty line in India is just Rs. 32, 33
1: per day. Monte uh, got a lot of flack oh. for yeah Monte no, no. got a lot of flack for that i remember
4: yes i mean everyone did but you know uh, there is that was a very uh, you know when you look at it just from the point of view of why the line is so low it's a very uh, simplistic way of looking at the problem now there is a reason why uh, a poverty line the poverty line was set at 32 33 rupees per day and you know basically what happens is that the government has only so much so many resources right i mean it has only got a given amount of money uh, infrastructure so if you set the poverty line high now let's say you set the poverty line at rupees 100 per day okay hmm. so the number of poor people go up dramatically right and then you have to spread the same resources over a larger number of people and in the process the poorest of the poor lose out. Okay. Hmm. So which is why the poverty line is set at such a low level. So the basic point is that any cut off has to be useful now in this case if you look at the income cutoff for the reservation it's uh, around you know the income of a household has to be uh, up to rupees 8 lakh so yeah. 95% of india qualifies right if you look at the agriculture land cutoff, which is 5 acres uh, you know more than 86% of people have land which is you know agri land which is less than that number so as a you know as 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 a cutoff, off uh, the the you know, the the entire reservation is basically useless because practically everyone qualifies for it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, one point that people have been making is, okay, we understand that the government's not been creating jobs, but at least, you know, the economically weaker section of the society will get reservation when it comes to higher education. Yeah, you know, I... I, 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 The fact that everyone qualifies for that reservation makes that reservation basically useless.
1: Yeah, I find it fascinating that, uh, A, uh, this, the cutoff... The spokesperson of BJP are saying that the bill that's been passed in parliament, um, Mm. just for context for our listeners, the parliament passed a bill that put a reservation of 10% for the general category, because right now reservations are only for SC, ST, OBCs and other marginalized communities. And there was this general narrative, which I disagreed with, that the high caste who are also poor kind of don't benefit and undeserving lower castes benefit. Uh, which is a problematic argument but we will not get into that the uh, bill does not say what is that cutoff apparently the haryana government said that eight lakh is the cutoff for them and now the spokesperson the bjp are saying we let every state decide Mm. which is really weird because if the income tax slab is decided by the central government every state doesn't decide who's poor and will pay the tax Mm. i mean so clearly as far as an effective, uh, you know, uh, tool is concerned. This is useless. As a political tool, I'd, I mean, I don't know, I'd like the panel to tell me if they think it'll be useful. But it is a completely half-cooked cake. You can't even eat it.
4: Yeah, I mean, see, I'm just going by what, you know, read right on the, you know, right right. in the media, you know, Times of India put uh these uh, cutoffs on their front page yeah because the bjp so, of one
1: state said so so mm. i mean obviously right. i don't right. think they can so, b- i'm
4: just going with that i mean and and i know i mean uh, you know uh, it the, the numbers are not there in the bill which is which is okay because it's a constitutional amendment so obviously you know every time you have to increase or decrease the number you can't go back to making a constitutional amendment Fair enough. so that is understandable
1: let's talk about cbi versus cbi Let Anand kick this off. For those of you who came late, uh, the CBI chief has been reinstated. Alok Verma is back at the helm of affairs. The constitution says that the CBI chief can be appointed or removed by the prime minister, the leader of the opposition and the chief justice of India. And this is the same collegium that can either appoint him or remove him. So constitutionally, his removal was... Not valid. That is what the Supreme Court has said. He's back. He has recalled many of the people who were transferred out. Now, the this collegium has to decide whether they will keep him or do away with him. Apparently, he's also going to be filing a, a plea or whatever it is, a, that 75 days that he lost of service before his... He's supposed to retire, I think, within a month or so. He should get another 75 days so that he can complete his full term. But on this, I find... I mean... Being not very fond of Mr. Modi but even putting all prejudice aside, this in my view has been the biggest slap in the face of the Prime Minister. And this was clear by the kind of press conference that Arun Jaitli gave. Arun Jaitli has the swagger of you know what what Kapil Sibyl used to have? He has this very (laughs) annoying grin like when he says something really foolish and then he grins like it's a punchline. It's not a fucking punchline. It's a shitty line. So don't (laughs) wait for us to laugh. But, but some pre- sidekicks pre- will laugh, I'm sure. But the press conference he gave was so lame. And I've never seen him so uncomfortable giving a press conference. I think this has been the biggest deal in this term. Um, I like the panel's views. Anand first and then we'll go to Vivek.
3: Yeah, Supreme Court had uh, put a rider that you ne- will not take uh, policy large decisions. policy decisions. And uh, in uh, revoking the transfer orders of some officers who were uh, investigating Thana. Hmm. So he he has defended it, saying that th- these are not big policy decisions. Right. These are routine work. This is a part of routine work of a CBI chief. Right. So it's uh, a second is that uh, the immediate uh, big thing, the context of has gone because uh, the Rafael investigation, which was uh, people had argued that it is because of that. Now now that context has uh, uh, disappeared because of the Supreme Court's verdict. So he will not entertain the complaint that uh, Mr. Bhushan and uh, Yashwant Sinha, uh, mm. is, I mean, for an inquiry because Supreme Court has uh, cleared government of it. So that is the what we will see in CBI is uh, that uh, though there would be a lot of uh, uh, talk of uh, the institutions, in, is that two three petty men will pay play their game a CBI chief Astana or some, someone c- control two, it would be a, the uh, small joys of ego classes of 2-3 people mm-hmm. and a uh, lot of uh, large institutional and moralistic uh, stories would come out of it that ye hai wo hai ant mein hai ki, there are 2-3 people who will control it and uh, the ego battles of those 2-3 people would be dissected as if it, it would be a, it is a great moral narrative yeah. Uh, yeah how about you
1: Vivek what is your reading of this is it a big deal or it's just
4: oh I mean it's it's a big deal clearly but uh, having said that I think you know Modi's purpose in minimizing the damage is also sort of uh, you know uh, been met given that uh, Mr. Vama retires on January 31st so he probably has what I mean around 20 days more to do any damage hmm. so yeah, I mean, it, it's a big deal. I mean, you can't... Uh, I mean, uh, you, you've removed the CBI chief and the court sort of reinstated him back. So, it's clearly a very big deal. But does the
1: rest of the country see it as such, Manisha?
2: You think they do not give a shit? I don't think it can have much of an impact.
4: Hmm.
3: rest of the country uh, it does not... Uh care about it. It rest of yeah, the country is entertained important. by conspiracy theories. If hmm. rest of country may if the news reaches also that CVI chief ko hataya tha and he has been reinstated. They, still will, not the, care. No, they will take it like this me you it's too much of a complicated usme, turf
2: battle for people to be interested
3: no it it has to have a greater story than this it, it has it, it, like not we, enough ha, murder
2: shudder It's
3: money complicated story is not a big deal that this <laughs> probe ho tha, wo, ha, wo BJP ka <laughs> even po- I am lost in that. some yeah. of the
2: strains even e, e, I got e, lost th- thinking
3: if there are too many complications in a story it is not a mass story <laughs>